0: This is the Scary Movie Clubcast. Live from the Clubhouse, it's the Scary Movie Clubcast. This is Amanda. And Nadine. And tonight, we watched Murder Among the Mormons. Not the name of the church. Ooh, I'm so tired. <laughs> me too. It's gonna be a real struggle. What time is it? Too late. It's 3.15. Kill me. Witching hour. <laughs> Nadine, you want to give us a summary of what it was all about? Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh.
1: I'm sound here more, to do it.
0: Sound less enthusiastic <laughs> next time, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could lie if you want. Oh my gosh, Amanda, thank you so much for asking me. So essentially, this just takes us through a true crime story that is very prevalent in The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints which deals with Mark Hoffman who is this murderer spoiler alert, he was a terrible forger and forged several documents trying to shake the faith of members of the church and ultimately killed people in an attempt to cover up what he had done and not like end up filing for bankruptcy and such yeah, good on you for remembering his name because I've already forgotten it. It was a struggle. There was probably like an entire sentence that I said while I was trying to remember it. There were many names in this, and it was hard for me to keep track for a minute there. There were many names. Yeah, I mean, if this were Book of Mormon times, he would. He's like a legit Book of Mormon antichrist. Yes. If this were Book of Mormon times, Tienkum would have come up behind him and this would all be over. <laughs> yeah. He would have gotten tied up and taken outside the city and trampled. If it were Bible times, he's the type of guy who you ask for his head on a silver charger. Mm-hmm. I love that you when we're tired we're making, like, deep-cut religion. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do well, when we... That's what you do when you're a genius. Little did you guys know, we religious. <laughs> Surprise! So, I don't know, how did, how did we feel about it in we were already tired it's hard to like take out the environmental factors it it very much is you know being so late at night watching all three episodes back to back after we just watched a movie that we've already seen before (laughs) Mm -hmm. but also it doesn't help that everyone involved they're all part of the same like vanilla pudding yes everyone is just like such a nerd oh yeah Mm. Oh man! There was not a single cool person in this documentary. Maybe you missed his butterfly knife. I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> he was swinging that thing around with his case full of documents. Oh, oh man! And the the Uzi. Don't forget the Uzi. Uzi. He got Is that what arrested. He had the gun. That's what it, I'm pretty sure that's or was. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. I think. Oh. I don't know. I don't he had know a, the nicknames of guns. He had a gun, and it was like. I think it might have been illegal in the state or city or something. Or it something. was, like, undocumented. Something was up with the gun. It was bad news. And he and Mark went out to shoot it, and they were, like, feeling so bad. <laughs> and, and then he had that book in his ass. Yeah. Anarchist the, cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The man could not lie to save his life. Uh, well, his name was, his birth name was Shannon. Yeah, Shannon, like, Lynn or so, something. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Flynn. Flynn. Shannon okay. Flynn. It was, like, the most Irishy Irish name that ever did Irish out of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the guy sort of had, like, a little bit of a leprechaun look about him. If only, if, if he only could be more Irish if he was, like, Shannon O'Flynn yes. or something stupid. He probably dropped the O, trying <laughs> to blend in, mm-hmm. Trying to look <laughs> natural. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everybody else, man. We say the dumbest. <laughs> he was a, a butterball turkey of a human being, trying to be so cool with his butterfly knife, mm-hmm.
1: his gun.
0: I was sad towards the end though when I noticed that he didn't have any wedding ring on though. I was like, oh, you poor little fella, dying mm-hmm. a bachelor. It probably has to do with him not being able to lie. <laughs> trying to be so cool. You gotta lie to land a woman. A little bit. Yeah. He couldn't even omit the truth. They asked him if he'd read the Alchemist cookbook, and he was just like, yeah, I read it. Well, no, they didn't even ask him if he had read it. They just said, what do you know about this book that was in your house? And he was like, well, I read it. <laughs> but also, I totally get that, because it's like, what are you supposed to did say? I just say book the Alchemist your house. cookbook? You did. I meant I was the Anarchist cookbook. I mean, same, same. <laughs> it's Wait. not, though. It's not. <laughs> They're not this good. No. The Alchemist. No, that's a good book. Ugh man. What a cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of names, though. Some... It's like, how many white men's names am I supposed to learn in those three hours? Am I supposed to remember and be able to differentiate them one from another? No. Same, mm-hmm. same. No. It's the same, same. No. From one vanilla Boy to the next, I cannot. They literally all look the same. <laughs> They all had like a double chin. They all had the same haircut. Like I could not, could not differentiate them. Oh man, man, I would just love for one person listening to this to get the T income job. That would make me really. It'll be Danny. I think that also it's like we were more interested and sort of excited about watching it when it first came out, and then we waited quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so, some of that excitement wore off. Yeah, you know, I, I felt fine, fine-ish about it. Felt long. Like, there was a lot yes. that bloated the runtime of that. Especially, like, was that just the commercial? No, they used the same quote in the beginning that they did in the end. And that was just, like, bookending it. Yeah, that it, but, like, that's lazy, how the intro did. Lazy bookending. I guess. I, didn't, I did not mind that bookending it. But, I definitely could have slashed this down and gotten at least... 20 minutes off the runtime at least. hmm Some of those reenactments were just Netflix, making it rain with money for no reason. The driving around. The, <laughs> the stunt driver that they clearly hired. and <laughs> drive his stupid blue car. ugly blue, quote-unquote, sports car. It was embarrassing. A, an embarrassment of an 80s sports car. It's more like a compact. Man, I but I really do wish that he had actually blown himself up on accident. That would very funny to me i'm um, not i'm still not totally convinced of that. that's not what happened <laughs> yeah he also apparently attempted he claims he was attempting suicide at one point mark because he blows himself up and makes him it makes him look like a victim and he survives but man i wish so badly had just been a total accident. Like, he was meant, that bomb was meant for someone else, and he just was not good at one yeah, thing. Again, I kind of think it probably was, because a very half-hearted suicide attempt, like, all he came away with was, like, a little bit of a mauled hand. He was essentially fine. I mean, he was in critical condition for a while. Yeah, but, like, his face is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he lived long enough to inherit his dad's crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. Whew. Hereditary, of those crazy eyes come down look on out. the father's side. <laughs> You'd think it was the mother's side. Mm, that's no, sexist. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I mean, did you feel like there's any bias in the, the documentary? There were some things definitely that like, I picked up on. I, you know, for sure videos that they were using from the church were like the oldest videos that they could oh be my using. gosh make the church look so crazy with those I know and then also when they talked about his father coming over and seeing the children's book and it being dinosaurs and like they made it seem like as if the church doesn't support the theory of evolution that's not factual <laughs> so little things like that I was like Mm-mm. and also they said that the church was planning on buying that from him but that's not true like the church didn't buy the salamander letter from him Christensen bought it and then just donated it to the church which then the church made it public (laughs) so they weren't hiding anything and then when he tried to like sell peddle them that they were like uh pass just like before we're not interested in your documents bro yeah i do feel like especially in that first episode they like sensationalize a lot of stuff to make it like to like pull you in so you're like well I really need to see where this is going now. Yeah. But I do feel like, overall, they did like, clear most things up. Like, they, like, mentioned that the letter wasn't bought by the church. It was donated by someone else and then published. And then they put out a statement like, I mean, we're not going to discount the science. And science says it's true, so, like, we guess. But, like, also, maybe not. Yeah, I did think it was very nice that they included that. Great being, like, the cutest little cutie pie. Could have gone a lot worse, especially when you got so many nerds. Involved in it, making the church look like it's just full of nerds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sort of, not a lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We we want your accurate bias over here. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, out of like some documentaries I've seen that are like, there's one Netflix documentary that is like so clearly biased. It's um the staircase. Yes, one. It is so biased on the side of the guy who was convicted of killing his wife but like I feel like this one wasn't so much so and it helps that the killer actually like does a full confession yes that does help a creepy confession yeah the most unfeeling like pausing at the wrong time monotone for questions that would be easy for people that have souls (laughs) yeah for people who are capable of empathy did we love the reenactments or did we love the reenactments? <laughs> uh, you know, two hours in, I was pretty annoyed with a lot of the reenactments, <laughs> just because they were taking up so much time that I was like, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> and they had to do that fun stunt driving to keep us in, especially when we're just talking about papers. There's only like what? There's three explosions. But all my time watching, like, them handle sensitive documents with no gloves that are supposed to be 100 years old. While they're eating lunch. Well, yeah, while they're <laughs> eating lunch. At fancy restaurants, because mm-hmm. that's how we rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spare oh, no expense. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty wild. They were pretty much a mess. And they were just trying so hard to be so intense. Like, a lot of the time when they were showing him forging the documents, it was very reminiscent to me of the reenactments of BTK in Mindhunter. And I was like, you're trying too hard. Like, this is over the top. We still got to pay that same cinematographer to do this. (laughs) He's trying to get get his David Fincher rates. And we're like, no, I would love to know. if That would make me so happy. (laughs) I would be dead. (laughs) <laughs> but, I mean, I will say that they were They're better than, like, old school OG Unsolved Mysteries Oh, reactions. see, I kind of love those, those I are mean, they are good because they have, like, the actual people in them as often as possible It's so good it's, <laughs> That's what I want <laughs> And just how the people are trying so little with the act it makes me very happy You know, there's a, I think, maybe it's a Forensic Files or an Unsolved Mysteries but it's like Matthew, one of Matthew McConaughey's first roles. Oh my gosh. I want to see it. It's amazing. Oh. He's, it's like so short, but it's everything you want it to be. Well, we should watch that entire episode of Unsolved Mysteries just for that and then review that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries is a great show. It, it might be Forensic Files, though. That's a great show, too. Mm-hmm. I got all the time. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's like a nice, just a little relaxing thing to do, to put on while you're doing something else. Yep, yep, yep. So what was that category that we were just doing? Quality of reenactments? Oh, yeah, reenactments. Yeah, so they were over the top for me. What do you you think? I mean, I feel like there was just too much. There was too much of it to make this documentary long. You could have done this all in one episode. This could have been a one-shot. Yeah, like a two-hour doc would have been fine. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to give us these, these Quote, unquote bite sized pieces, they ain't bite sized. The second two episodes were 50, like seven to 58 minutes. Yeah, we we never thought that the second episode was gonna end. We were no. like, Is this that we were like, We're actually the people in Grave Encounters, it's never gonna be morning, <laughs> we're never gonna get to sleep. I know, <laughs> and I knew it was gonna be bad because in the first episode, there was a point where I was like, Oh man, if I close my eyes for too long, they're not gonna open. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking that like now <laughs> same 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 it's a little bit easier when i'm talking but yes. when we were sitting here i was like yes the more you were uh, fiddling <laughs> with this microphone i was like you better not play this game, <laughs> this is a dangerous game right now. <laughs> so what were our like favorite do we have any favorite interview moments because i you know i did yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> there was this one expert he was a forensic uh yeah like document checker I don't know that's what he did in, he's into forensic documents and he, he's you <laughs> he sound like you're writing his Tinder profile <laughs> his first line in the show is I'm into forensics because I don't like people and you're like can relate well and I liked it even more because it, I think the way he worded it was I'm into forensics so I don't have to deal with people yes and I was like, like yes <laughs> I was like we see you or yes life. yes my dude (laughs) he was very funny i did love that (laughs) he was a cutie pie he was my favorite in the whole thing he was probably the sweetest i kind of liked the poor little depressing boy who was so sad i didn't really like him the whole time but then when he said that i was like well what if you gotta tell us what he said yeah so it's towards the end of the doc and he starts talking about like what a terrible effect all of this had on him and his whole entire life and how he basically wished that he had never been born and how it's kind of like in It's a Wonderful Life except for there's no redemption at the end. It was very sad because then he cried. Yeah, it was upsetting. Like he clearly needs to speak to a psychiatrist. Yes. I wonder what the like producers, documentarians thought or said after that. I would be like, I would not be a good Terry, and I'd be like, oh. I'd get way too involved. Yes, I would. Always. I like, would not be able to be an outside observer. I'd be like, oh, no. I, listen, I heard this Jane Goodall thing today, and she was talking about, like, when she went to work with the chimpanzees, and she said that she was like, I went to Africa as a scientist, and I left as an activist. She, like, wanted to protect them. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any other crazy weird parts or anything like that or Well yeah. I okay, so is this our like weirdest thing part? Yeah, I mean, we can go to oh. weirdest facts and weirdest thing. Okay, so for me the weirdest thing for sure was when he's doing his interview where he's like giving his full confession, talking all through it, and he discusses the second bomb that the man's wife died from. I, I can't remember her name or his name, but He's like, yeah, I mean, it didn't matter to me if he found it, she found it, a child. And it's like, no one asked you, like, why are you saying this? Do you want people to have, like, no compassion on you? I know. Honestly, it's like, I mean, did Utah not have the death penalty at the time? Because that that phrase alone could have easily gotten you that. Yeah. Especially in Utah. Get out of here. I wonder if he high with the death penalty. I don't know it'd be interesting to see um, it was in the eighties so no I mean it was Florida but yeah, I mean the only ones that like come to mind right off the bat are Texas and Florida that like I'm instantly like, oh I know I would not want to commit a crime there well, where I could get we the death just penalty. barely got rid of the death penalty I think well in I mean Virginia. and not well, lots of states have it, but uh-huh. barely ever use it yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just depends. There are some states that, like, they use it. Because <laughs> like, I remember it being a big ride. deal during the D.C. Sniper because he committed a lot of his crimes in Virginia and then he got tried here and they were it was a big deal because we have the death penalty or did at the time. Yeah. The people who will be the victims of things like this and then, like, ask the judge to not consider the death penalty on mm-hmm. the case... Just the mercy and grace of those people always blows my mind. And I'm like, that's really incredible that you would do that. Yeah, Christensen's wife, they showed clips of her being interviewed. I guess sometime shortly after her husband was murdered. She's getting interviewed and he's asking her, like, would you ever want to like meet him or confront him? Or like, did you have anything to say to him? And she's just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to meet him. Like I don't need to do that. Like I'm like I'm past this. Like I I'm not gonna hold it against him. Like she she didn't have she didn't have the time for that. Yeah. And it's incredible. Yeah. She was really it was great. Cause I would probably not be. Yeah. I would hold that grudge so hard. Mm-hmm. Forever. Was there anything like weird or like shocking that You learned from it? I mean, I had heard about this case before on, like, podcasts and stuff that I've listened to. Yeah, I mean, I knew about this case just, yeah from being in the church. Yeah. Well, I didn't remember that he blew himself up, first of all. And then, second of all, I didn't remember that the second victim who actually died was just some random person he just randomly picked. Just to, like, try and throw people off his trail. Which is... Even more upsetting because it's just like this is poor random person just living their life and yeah I mean it was still a business partner of the people so it wasn't like totally random. It was the wife of Christensen's former employer. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't find the idea of that being a suicide attempt believable at all. Because it was, like, in his car and, like, all the others he had, like, placed outside of the office or the house or something. And his car was in, like, a weird place for it. Yeah. Also, just the idea that that's how he would try to do it, I don't find believable. In the interviews that they play of him, like, speaking in the past, he, like, tries to, like, play down his narcissism like it doesn't exist mm-hmm. like he's like oh no i'm not a genius they're just bad at their they're just bad at their jobs yeah like i'm not that great like they're just not that good like which maybe then, that's why which then he starts describing what he did to forge these documents and you're like whoa no. <laughs> like <laughs> what Normal normal people don't do this yeah Like this isn't something this isn't an interest that normal people like have like they're not trying to figure out how to like age things so that they look like they came from this time period in this place so that they have salt water, like, on them and, like... But, yeah, and I don't think that most people would have figured out a way to oxidize the paper in that way. Yeah, like, no. I mean, it was genius-level thinking is Yeah, the unfortunate truth. Our, our favorite guy, the forensic document dude, mm-hmm. he had to zoom in so freaking close to, like, a microscopic level to see the flaws in the ink. It was just like, it just had like cracks, like alligator skin or like the desert, like salt flats. Mm -hmm. And that's what separated it because from those cracks, they could tell that the oxidation happened too fast. Well, and you have to keep in mind too that at this point, church historians have already authenticated the letter. Then the FBI has already authenticated the letter. And then these guys who had already been looking into it at this point, spent over 110 hours on it looking at it, trying to figure it out before they found the fly in the pavement or
1: whatever. <laughs> the yeah. cracks
0: in the writing. Yeah, it was crazy how much I had to zoom in and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Man, forging must have been a lot easier back in the day. I, I think he was just really good at it. And then the fact that he would say that he would do it in just a couple days, I was like,
1: what?
0: it seems like it would need time to dry time for other things oh man and that one lady who was interviewing him who the whole time she was talking to him sounded like she had a crush on him like she was so obviously impressed by everything he did creepy he started forging he didn't start collecting and then get into forging he was like no this is what i like to do the like actual collecting just happens basically on accident yeah like incidentally yeah <laughs> like sometimes i just happen to trade my forgeries for real ones yeah and then trade the real ones back again and like sell the real ones I feel bad for his wife too in the sense that it's like with his first forgery to the church he said to her like oh i made this blah blah, blah. but then it started backtracking basically instantly and was like no no i'm just kidding and I just like feel for her so bad because I would probably think he was just like when he said he was just kidding, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like you must be, I guess. Yeah. This is also another case, kids. If you have a partner and you two live together and there's a room you're not allowed in, get out of there. Yeah, it's unacceptable. Leave and call the cops. Something illegal is going down in that room. Mm-hmm. Something you don't want to be a part of. It's just a big no, red flag. Of all red flags. Yeah, it's not good. Nothing good's going on there. Mm Mm-mm. Whatever reasonable reason they supposedly have for having it, no. It's a lie. So, Nadine, what would you rate this lovely documentary? I don't know. Maybe 3.3 crazy eyes? Yeah, I'm going to give it 2.5 pairs of crazy eyes because, I don't know, some documentaries are like, what 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 and this one was just like oh interesting which part of that is because we already know the story <laughs> and then very true very true very true also i'm very tired so my rating is not as good as it might have been had i been well rested watching this yeah but there was something about it that wasn't like exciting exactly yeah i know and i'm thinking back to another netflix documentary evil genius where it's like what like it that one was that one was wild. The murder is like captured on footage and they show it in it. That oh, was that the pizza delivery guy. It's so depressing. It's crazy. That one was wild. And then like abducted in plain sight. That one. Oh, Whoa. I never watched that one, but very depressing also. Yeah, that one had so many twists and turns. It blew me away. Good twists is always fun, or not fun, but interesting. Those are the kind of documentaries I like. It's like when it has that jaw drop moment where you're like, what? Stop it. No. Yeah. This one would have had it if he had blown himself up on accident. I would have been so happy. I might have given it a better rating. I can't believe that he was trying to put out hits on the other people. While oh my gosh. Jail yeah. Just because they wouldn't pardon them. Bro, you were never going to get pardoned. No. Did you not listen to that interview? Your confession? Like, get out. Alright, well, wish we hadn't done this so late at night. Mm -hmm. Super tired. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Scary Movie Clubcast and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We will see you next movie night and don't forget, there are 104 days until Halloween. Bye! I've never been tired in my life.
1: Who is editing
0: this one? I really hope it's not me. You're gonna cut it. Same. I almost don't wanna know. No, it's not no. It's just for the best, because if I know and it's me, then the whole time I'm gonna be like, focus. Um, I'm sorry, her eyes were closed for so long. I'm thinking. (laughs) I was like, she's asleep. She's sleeping and talking. It's asking her, like, you know, would you want to s Maybe I'm gonna need you to focus right now. We need you to stop. Well that concludes that. <laughs> you know that we have to read it, right? Yep. What are we reading it out of? What were the things that we saw as options before? Tragic, historical photos was one of them. But what was the other one? It was it crazy eyes? Was it Should be talking amphibians. Oh, yeah, that was random. That I didn't know until we (laughs) watched this that he considered doing a toad, but wanted to spice it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Toad, that's played out. Everyone has a talking toad. (laughs) (laughs) My knives. Misspent missions. And there was like one thing, though, that we said while we were watching it, and I just can't remember what it was. Bye. Bye. What the? (laughs) I just thought it would be funny for some reason.